Hey, where's your outlet? So I can plug you in on this week's episode of Smiley Said It. Today's date is September the 9th, 2020, and it is Wednesday, which is crazy. I know Um, the last time we spoke, it was August. Yeah, it was August. So happy September. Yeah, a lot of things have been going on and a lot of great news and some really good news for those that know me (laughs) Um, and some disappointing news. So let's talk about it. I also have a guest and my guest and I are going to be talking about dating and relationships and shit like that. So, you know, it's a long episode, but well worth your time, I promise. So let's get right into it. Hey, you guys. Boy, have I been talking. I've been talking a lot on my Insta stories, of course. If you're not following me on um, Instagram, you should be. And I typically post a lot of things in my Insta stories rather than my page because I just, there's just too much to just, you know, make my page a chaotic mess full of my ideas. And the world is not ready for that. The world is not ready for my Instagram page to really be fluttered with like me (laughs) and my ideas, it would be all over the place. (laughs) So I typically express myself on my IG story. And for those that are listening that do follow me, thank you. Welcome back for another episode. I've been hearing a lot about Mulan, you know, Disney's uh, new adaptation to their um, version that came out you know, an animation style, of course. Um, Yeah, a lot of people aren't feeling the live action. (laughs) Um, And so I'm going to sing my intro, you know, and it's going to be based off of that. So here we go. Who is that girl I see staring straight back at me? Why is my, and that's it. That's all I'm giving. (laughs) That was Christina Aguilera, you know, singing reflection, you know. So about a week ago, Christina Aguilera um, sung reflection for 2020, even though the song I heard really wasn't in the movie. I don't know, but people were saying that the movie Mulan was a waste of $37. I guess that's like including taxes and fees and shit, but $37, you know, on Disney plus on top of having the subscription for Disney plus, you had to pay $30 and tax, which I believe came up to like $37 from what I read (laughs) in total. Yeah. That's pretty pricey for a movie to not really be good. Um, which is unfortunate, but Hey, you know, Hollywood. I've been telling y'all, you know, people of color and black folks not having their stories being told the right way and people getting pissed about it and catching up to it. Y'all better straighten up. Y'all better straighten up. Mm. But yeah, so Christina Aguilera did a update. Let's call it an update on uh, the song Reflection. And she sounds really good. She actually did a video and a song. She came out with a new song called Loyal Brave True. I guess she sung it, but yeah, she did um, Loyal Brave True. That's on Disney Music Vivo. 
on their channel. Yeah, she looks really good. She looks good. Because I was wondering, I was like, where did she, where, what happened to her? Like, you know, what happened? Nothing will ever top When You Believe, featuring Mariah Carey and Whitney, you know, for the Prince of Egypt. So that's true tea. If you really want good vocals, When You Believe, check that for those who forgot. <laughs> no tea, no shade to Christina, but I'm just saying, if we're talking about Disney, let's talk about it. We're going to talk about Disney music and soundtracks. I'm, I'm your girl. I can go all day. I just gave you a little sample. But anyway, moving along. Solana, a.k.a. SZA, my girl. You already know. My boo. Forever and ever and ever, ever and ever, ever. You damn right. So she just came out with a new song called Hit Different. Featuring Ty Dolla Sign. But yeah, um, it's really good. I mean, I'm not, I mean, <laughs> I know people are like your bias because obviously you like anything that says it does, which is not true. Yeah, it is. It is. But no, it's really a good song. I love it. The video is amazing. The choreography, shout out to Paris. What more can I say? I've already like, you know, show my ass out. <laughs> on my page how much I love the song so y'all can go to my Instagram page and check it out but what more can I say it's SZA she's back and Summer Walker could crawl back into the cave that she came out of because homegirl been like doing all types of shit but this is not about her right now I might even talk about her on this episode I'm not even doing it <laughs> she's not worth it I'm done with Summer back to SZA I'm so happy she's back in the music industry and she also expressed that um she made like a shit ton of music which I know a couple of, but she already made a ton of music that she said, and she's been doing music videos. So she said, not one song sounds alike. I'm shaking. I'm shivering. I'm shook. I can't wait. I really can't wait. So shout out to SZA. The girl's back on the scene. The girls are shaking. Our legs are shaking. We're really shook. I'm serious. Like A lot of people are excited. And her music video, it's about, it's about to hit 6 million. And the song came out five days ago. I hope she's charting. I'm going to take a look afterwards. But um, yeah, it's really good. Check it out. Hit different. Period. All right. So moving on. Today's episode, I don't want to talk about politics. I don't want to talk about crazy, heavy shit that's like really sad and confusing and I don't want to just I don't want to do it today instead my friend David from California I was on a call with him and the conversation was going I was like hey let's just do a podcast episode today talking about this so we did so I hit record and here we are continuing on from our conversation that we were having uh, I'm just gonna slide the audio in and I hope you guys enjoy and if you have any questions Hit my Instagram page up, my inbox. I'm always there to answer questions. Y'all know that. So if I don't, hit me up again because sometimes my inbox gets flooded and, you know, you no longer have notifications after 24 hours in your inbox if you don't read them, even though they're unread. So I just wanted to say that. Let's, <laughs> let's get into the conversation about dating and relationships and all that good shit. Here we go my world quote saying accept me at my worst and shit like that because that means i should not have to do the work of looking into myself that you should just deal with whatever i do right and so then 
you have this situation, like you said, with the, as far as the, the dating game and that aspect of it, where they're, when you say something like that, and they know they maybe didn't intentionally do it, or they're on Twitter all day, and they feel as though, hey, I don't have to look into why is it that I'm on Twitter all day, mm. and why is it subsequently that when I'm on Twitter, I have a high off of dealing with that. But yeah. I'm not with you. If you put your look, look, look at the rich folks. If you put your yeah. job before your relationship, you're getting divorced. It happens yeah. a lot. And, and imagine yeah. if you're not even making a million a year, yeah. or even fifty yeah. five hundred thousand yeah. a year. I don't give a fuck how much you make. If you're not even making, so what's the point? You then have to yeah. then be like, you know what? I'm gonna let you go. Because clearly I'm dating my job. And you'll have people say that. Yeah. You'll have even yeah. women saying that. I'm married to my job. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm yeah. saying? And and date casually, mm-hmm. but don't, don't, and let it be known. You know what? I, I don't mm-hmm. see myself having a marriage, no kids, none mm-hmm. of that, whatever. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to let you know when we see each other, we see each other. When we text each other, we text each other. And yeah. keep it moving. Well, I, I saw some of that as being implied to me, even though, again, because she does no self-introspection. She wasn't dealing with it, uh, and but B. Simone. And oh, said, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. problem with a lot of that kind of thing is that really, in truth, if you were assessing what it is you're trying to do, you wouldn't even be trying to date. You state properly. Yep, state I, that we said really, that. We spoke about that. You're looking for mm-hmm. and casual relations and encounters because you don't have the time to engage in a full relationship is what you're saying. Right. But you want somebody, what, what, what she instead said is, again, like you said, narcissist generation. I have an issue. I'm not going to deal with it. You're just going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to yeah. be like on the sidelines waiting for me to hit your phone line. And you're going to have yeah, to wait yeah. for me to make plans for you. Not when you yeah. want, when you yeah. want to, not when you're craving my presence yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. thank you for craving my presence. Thank you for thinking yeah. about yeah. me. Thank, thank you, you yeah. for even considering yeah. the fact yeah. that you reached out to me, even though I gave you no time yeah. and respect back. There's none of that yeah. reciprocated. Yeah. It's simply, I'm yeah. just busy. And it's like, yeah. wow. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. The, 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 the the audacity of that. And again, it's no understanding because you're only thinking about yourself. Yep. So the idea is I shouldn't have to make a compromise with another person. And I shouldn't have to make a sacrifice for another person that I've invited into my life. Ooh. And then you're sitting there and you think you got a fantasy in your head that you're going to meet a person that is a, another entrepreneur. And you don't think it's sort of like those movies or even books where the person makes a wish to maybe the devil or a genie or something, but they didn't fully think out the wish. So they get, they ask for a person to come back to life, but the person ends up being uh, dead mm. and they look like they came from the grave and shit. Cause they didn't really fulfill out like exactly how they want them back. Mm. And it's like that. You, you think a lot of times we think about something we want and it's like the wish, but you didn't really think about the whole thing. Cause when you get an entrepreneur, you're going to have to take, Everything that comes with it. And maybe now you're going to be, not even maybe, more times than not, if that person, the, the person she's asking for, for instance, would be Simone's thing, to be on your level, then or even more likely, more than likely above your level, mm. they're going to be doing the same thing that you, that you despise in mm. other people. And then you, all of a sudden you can see it, but now you're calling it something different. You give it different names and shit. 
like how white people call welfare for themselves, mm. subsidizing. Mm. But the idea is mm-hmm. that it's the same fucking thing. You just care about it differently when it's happening in your ass. Yep, when it's happening and to that's you. that's what people do. That's the of human bondage thing. Everyone thinks differently when it's happening, except for, to me, impact. Ooh, where are the impasse? Yeah, 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 yeah. Every we see things from all angles. We sure do, and we smell we smell game way before. That's it. You know what I mean? Especially if you bring it up beforehand. If you already mentioned, you know, you're being inconsistent. What's going on? And it gets dismissed with basic shit. It's like a formula because it's it's a repeated pattern that people see other people doing, and they don't ever change. Mm. And they wonder why they're in a predicament that they are in relationships with folks. You know what I mean? And the toxicity that they exude and why they're single still and why they can't keep a relationship or maintain a relationship. There's that side. And then there's there's the other side where you're like, I'm single because people clearly don't understand the impact. People clearly don't understand what it means to be giving and thoughtful and how to accept it. And that we're not going to be on the sidelines forever. So I'm going to keep it moving. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep them moving. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not waiting around. I'm too precious. I'm too bomb for that. You get yeah. what I'm saying? People gotta well, stop telling enough. themselves that. People gotta start telling themselves, "I'm too fucking yeah. bomb to be an afterthought. I'm too bomb right. to be an a, a inconvenience for you." You know right. what I mean? Right. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> excuse me. I'm not. I'm not. You know, your hagging aunt that can't get off the fucking phone whenever you want to hang up. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm your woman or I'm your man. That's who I am. So what's the T? What is it? What do we have? If there's no communication, if there's no understanding, if it's not reciprocated, if everything goes based off of your mood, if everything goes based off of when you feel like talking. I talk about this thing sometimes about, and I especially pertain to men. Only uh, It only pertains to women as an idea of what you should be looking for. But that the, the thing... Sacrifice and compromise and all these things up to me are important to vital to relationships. It is. Have to be relative. It is. And the whole point of the relativity is to say that uh, 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 you have to be mindful of that when you're in a relationship. For, so, for instance, with most of us having maybe straight nine to fives, let's say, and we're doing, you know, kind of the non-artist thing. Um, then your struggle may be, and depending on a combination of or one or the other of time or money, mm. then you got the rich who also struggle with time and yeah. and money. Yeah. So then the idea that these are the things that you're going to have to sacrifice to be in a relationship. Mm. Now, maybe for artists, when we haven't yet made it, Mm. then a lot of times we tend to have more time than Ooh, you speaking the but truth. we have... But we still uh, make uh, our business our business. We still make our time for those that we want to make time for. Uh, because what yeah. happens is that shows the initiative that you are exactly. letting the person know. I'm thinking about yeah. you. You're not, you're not just sitting by your phone being like, what the fuck? You get what I'm saying? Right. It's just an initiative that yeah. I'm thinking of your thoughts. I'm not just thinking yeah. about my thoughts and my preoccup- uh, preoccupancy. I'm not just thinking mm-hmm. about what's in front of me. I'm thinking about what's behind mm-hmm. me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I got yeah. rear view mirror. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's yeah. how I live my yeah. life, period. I'm considerate about everybody. When I walk out of my apartment, I look around my surroundings. When I park mm-hmm. my car and I return my shopping cart, 
to the fucking house, the car housing. That's because I don't want nobody yeah. to fucking back up into a cart. I don't want to scratch yeah. nobody's cars. I'm considerate that yeah. way. If I hear yeah. some footsteps come around the corner, I hold the elevator because I don't want that person to wait mm-hmm. another minute for it to come back up. That's how mm-hmm. I roll. You get what I'm saying? A lot of people mm-hmm. aren't considerate like that in this world, unfortunately. No. So you got to watch out for those again, type of exactly. people if and you I are the type of person. Time you have to judge which one because a lot of times, it, as I would say, if I was speaking this to a woman, it would it'd be less about what you're support, what you have to do, and again, what you'd be looking for. Mm. But the whole idea is that you're 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 making a poor calculation in relativity if you go, oh, this guy took me to this restaurant, and he had you know he's a guy with money or whatever, and and I was so impressed. When a you got to look at relative relativity as it pertains to money, that even though that guy may be spending more. To him, it may be the same amount that you hate in the guy you call broke. Ooh. So, so that's only two hundred dollars to him. That's only one fifty. That's only like a good cool eighty dollars relative to how much he has. He is not spending right. That much equivalence, so equivalence. Like that's how that's how you. percentages work. Say if you go to Roof Steakhouse or some, right? If a man mm-hmm. has a lot of money, no matter what he does, and he spends mm-hmm. you know easy a hundred dollars a plate, that's not a lot. And so then also use that in the same way in the, what the person is. So taking all of this that we just said, the things we said about actors, that's maybe different from maybe an executive person or whatever business that people or and taking in the money thing that, that we just said just now, what you just said about percentages. And then look at that and say, wait a minute, if you're with a, a, a dude that let's say he's more in business, so hit money is and he's he's making good money doing it right mm-hmm. but you're looking at his money when actually that's something easy for him to get rid of yep. he does that let's, let's say he had a couple of kids before he had to mm-hmm. what do most of those guys do they throw money at their kids but they won't throw them time that's a sacrifice they don't want to make that's the real sacrifice Ooh. money is nothing to them the real sacrifice is time yeah so that's what you should be looking for from them not their money because right. that's when they right to sacrifice that for me or no right and so then when it comes to a broke dude yes you should be looking for are you willing to push the limits of your of your finances maybe put put a little bit more on me not even like you know kill yourself but just put a little bit on me that might not make you comfortable but you're willing to do that for me Show right me if you're not if you're not uncomfortable you're not fucking growing that's a bottom ass line exactly. if you're not exactly. challenging yourself exactly. if you're not if you're not stepping outside of your comfort zone when it comes to, you know, dating, of course, if you're not doing things mm-hmm. that you typically wouldn't do for a person, that means that person yes. isn't worth it. And everybody yes. has a fucking price, whether it's yes. money, whether it's your time, whether it's, you know, business, it doesn't matter what it is. And you got to adjust that yes. rightfully so. A great example. He was talking about, like, you know, on that whole thing about, you know, stick with me to when I get to the top type bullshit. And you didn't already hit several levels of that, but I wanted to get very specific about what he was saying. Mm. And he's talking about like, yo, you know, I, I, I have a plan for my, what's in my budget and a woman I was trying to date, like, uh, 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 didn't grow me because I was outside of my budget plan. Mm. And, and so I, for that month, so I refused to do that and she left or whatever. And I'm saying, number one, I hate that kind of bullshit because, number one, you're lying to yourself. If you're going to sit here and tell me that every month you've never not by even a little bit, by even one thing, 
missed your budget. That's mm. like saying a person that goes on a diet never cheats it, ever. <laughs> you always do. Okay. So shut the fuck up. Right. You know you do. It's the question of, we, now we're getting back to what we talked about before. No, no, it's not that you won't do it. It's that you won't do it for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, so come on now. Yeah. Or they, you want this. Or yeah. or you They'll do it for anybody else. You want to get a PlayStation and happen to fuck with your budget. You're like, oh, well, I'll just get it on the back end. I'll fix it. Next month, I'll double it. Folks so are worth the back end in relationships now. I got to stick with my plan. Now, now all of a sudden, you captain fucking on the money, huh? Get the fuck out of here. Right. I don't want to right. You didn't want to do it because you didn't value that person enough, and that's why they were right to leave. Ooh. I don't give a fuck about your little stupid ass budget plan. You can fix ah. that shit later. One month is not going to fucking Come on. You tell them that it's don't make this regularly. You tell them I'm doing this way. You let them know your situation. And if they keep repeatedly asking you to do that, now we can talk about the issue. Mm. But when you're talking about, hey, I just first met you, you should be going saying, hey, man, I want to I show you that when things are down, when chips are down, that's an expression. It's, an, it's a form of expression of saying, when things go wrong, when things go tight, you can always count on me to try to make it good for you. Mm. And that means including with my fucking budget. If you're not willing to do that, then why are you fucking dating? Right. Yeah. Leave me alone. And get you a prostitute or a sex worker. Okay. And move the fuck on. Period. And then, but you want to sit there and waste somebody else's time? You, you, so many men are sociopathic in this way. Oh. You- number one, the world moves around them. And then when, it, when they find out it doesn't, which is very early, then they start developing these manipulative behaviors mm. as to how can I get that to break down so I can get what I want you mm. to do and then tell you that you shouldn't be mad that I want oh. you you're not going to gaslight people like that. You're Ooh. not going to get away with it. And more men need to be challenging others to say that you're not going to get away with that. That you're like, hey, you know, again, you need to call out other men and say, like, yo, hey, this is what you're not going to do. This is the type, the type of behavior. We find out you're doing this shit. You got to go for it. Mm. And stuff like, come on, man. This is, this is, this is boring even having that. We're still having these conversations that we have where other men applaud because y'all all are scared. Just like, think that if women start calling you all on this collectively, then what we're all going to lose this game. We all lose the things and the lies that we've been able to tell over and over again and recycle to make ourselves feel better about the fact that we don't like doing for women. That's just all to it. Mm. We'll do it for other men. If some other fucking dude in another fucking industry, who didn't even make you the promise that he's going to refund you on the back end or anything. Like, you have many times that you'll make investments that are poor. Why? Because all you all you went off of is a fucking spit in a, hand, a bullshit handshake and sometimes not even that. Mm. But you are willing to take a chance on some fucking stranger that is not giving you a goddamn thing and is not proven to ever show you that they reliably can provide for you. But women will sit there and go out of their way to to show things to you. And you got to understand that to men, when you're thinking in your own head you're, you're, and you're not accounting for what it takes for a woman to even step out with you. Mm. For a woman to even trust you to say, hey, you know, uh, knowing what the dating game has been like for her. Like, yes, men have, we have issues. Yes, it's, for instance, take, you know, online dating. It, it, the, the tough part of it for men is that, like, for instance, when you when you first start out, if you, let's say, wrote a whole essay to one woman, you are not guaranteed that woman's going to like you. Mm. And yet you expelled all this effort on this essay you wrote to her basically to tell her how great her thing is, really taking the time to read her whole thing. So eventually what men start doing doing is putting time effort in. Put yep, putting time that effort in, putting in that work, you know, supporting yeah. their shit. 
You know what I'm saying? And not just supporting mm-hmm. other women's shit or other men's shit as a woman. You know what I'm saying? If you show more, yeah. if you, like I said, if you show social media more love than you show your person that you're dating or your relationship to, we got a problem. Yeah. We got a problem. Yeah. Yeah. We got a problem. Because yep, you, you're you're showing the world too. more love than you showing your girl or your man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's yeah. a problem. Yeah. Whether you, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do, whether it's time, whether it's sex, mm-hmm. sex appeal, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Whether, whatever it is, <laughs> money, flashing money, but you ain't spending on your partner, though. Yeah. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You over here, you know, pop, popping your ass, but you ain't popping it for your man, though. You over here flexing mm-hmm. your business arrangement, but I don't, as, a, as a woman, you, you, you don't see the, mm-hmm. the, the back end of the reciprocant of, of the money that he's making from the business that he's boosting about. I'm not getting, yeah. you know, I'm not getting a bag. I'm not getting those shoes, yeah. but you flossing yeah. your business though. Yeah. Everybody else think I, you got I, it, but I ain't got it. Women, <laughs> and you bring up a very good thing uh, when you talk about that. When you said like even the, the throwing your ass thing, because that's the thing that I think about when I think about like with sex workers and what possibly their relationships might look like, and 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 then in other situations. I remember going back, and I know I've told you the story of when the first girlfriend I ever had, seriously. Mm. And I said, you know, uh, 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 she cheated on me. And uh, I came, when I found out, I come to her, we were going back and forth about what it is. And she finally asked me, what is it that you want from me? Now, actually, mind you, I didn't know she cheated. No, my bad. I didn't know she cheated. It, it, it was that, 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 at that point where I told you it was her birthday and I went all out for it. And she gave me like that fucking hug, like we weren't fucking girlfriend and boyfriend. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, remember? And so then, then that's what this conversation was about. And then she was like, "What do you want from me?" And I said, "I, I, I want to feel special because I, at the time, there, there, you would have been real hard pressed to be a stranger and look at how a relationship functioned outside of." the title outside of somebody saying, oh, this is my boyfriend, to say, what's the difference between you and any other guy that she's close to? Mm. Because we basically got treated the same. Mm. And that's the idea. And everything stuff is like, I got to, when you're in a relationship, you got to feel special. And what, when you're talking about, like you said, a lot of these things, what happens is we're doing things for other people because we feel as though we get more from those people mm. than we're getting from We value mm. whatever they're doing more than what you are. And then we want to gaslight those people when they recognize, oh shit, I think you value this thing or whatever person more than me. And then we tell them, no, you're just fucking shit or it's your shit it's your problem you're insecure you're emotional whatever fucking line we can throw out to get them to get off our backs because we don't want to have to think about the fact that we'll lose our safety and because what those people really have become to people like that is just that there's this thing that hey when i come home from the hard day of work i got somebody to massage my head and tell me it'll be all right i don't want to lose that but i also don't like the other part of it where i have to take care of this what you want is a fucking pet you want Dog. You can come in and then you just rub its head and you play with it and then it goes running off somewhere and then you're done with it. Mm. But as long as you get from it what you want, then that's fine. But when it starts saying, all of a sudden the dog starts talking and saying, Master, Master, uh, you know, can I get something over here? Can you? Can, can I you get a crumb? Can you take some time off of work? <laughs> exactly. And it's like, no. oh, what the fuck? You act as hard as time. And it's like, no, 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 no. That is human beings, though. That's what the difference is between us and pets, between us and, you know, a fucking slinky or whatever the fuck you use to get rid of stress. Mm. And so that a lot of times the problem is you're going to have to find, get creative 
about making your partner feel differentiated mm. from a bunch of strangers that you're talking to on fucking line. Because again, you're playing a very close game. You're sitting on there and you're doing this thing. You got to make sure that you're letting your partner know that I see the line and I'm still good and I know the difference. And you are way more different to me than them. And mm. if you want all the same things that you're getting from other from other people and you're giving them nothing extra, but you're telling them to take on this thing that naturally has a, 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 a element to it of making them feel less than or making them feel like they're not providing something for you that no one else is. And then you throw them and say, oh, you're insecure. Well, I don't want to have to deal with it. That's what I'm talking about. And that just goes, I could just go on and on and on. Different jobs, again, choose uh, uh, the entrepreneurial field. It's the same thing. It's for, it changes. It's not about these uh, or random people. It doesn't change that much, actually, because they're both jobs. But the point is that you're putting this energy into this thing that you believe is going to keep getting and it always grows that's the sad the part bad part about to me getting too heavy into jobs and stuff like that is because you think it's going to stop but it never fucking stops there's always some new area to explore there's always some new promotion you're looking for there's always some thing you're pining for that you wish you had that you don't have more money to be made yep and like i said yep like i said like i said early because we're gonna catch this on here too you know when you get a new job Mm -hmm. You're excited. You can't wait to get paid because you haven't had a job in, in a while and, you know, a real good job in a while. You haven't had a real good job that had benefits and, and all these other great things. I had great pay too. And they, and they understand your, that you, you know, that you have a family and you got to work around that and all this other stuff is excellent. Everybody is welcoming. And all of a sudden, a few weeks to three months, that honeymoon phase. You start kicking boxes. You don't give a fuck. You, mm-hmm. you stop, you know, smiling when you come in because you already know you're getting paid. You already know yeah, you're going to exactly. get them benefits yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. You already know. As long as you clock in and clock out, it doesn't matter if it's a, if it's efficient where, it, you know, you clock in and you say hi to everybody when you walk by and not. As long as you do your job, then everybody's like, okay, I mean, I will. what happened to that flow? What happened to her smile or his smile? Whatever happened mm-hmm. to all that other stuff? And then you just get comfortable. That's what people mm-hmm. do in relationships these days. That's what people do in dating these days. They clock in mm-hmm. and they're like, well, I, I clocked in, I showed face, so what else more do you need? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That is my job. Is it just fucking show yeah. face? Mm-hmm. No, I want, I want, mm-hmm. I want efficiency. Mm-hmm. I want, I want you to act like you give a fuck. I want right. customers to right. look around saying right. he gives a, or she, he or she gives a fuck about their job. Yeah. That's how we yeah. treat, that's, listen. If you do no call, no show, you get fired. That's how people need to start doing yeah. relationships that way. Okay? Yes. And it's just that simple yeah, because faster. nobody has time. People are dying. Yeah. We don't have time yeah. to waste our life, our time on yeah. people that don't care uh, to reciprocate yeah. the same energy. We don't have time yeah. to give our energy yeah. to those who believe that we're an afterthought or that we're not yeah. important yeah. enough to be checked on, to be given the same yeah. respect. We, we don't have time yeah. where we feel like or that we're mm-hmm. we're causing a disturbance in their life by simply being their partner. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think people get that. I don't think people understand that that's exactly what that is. When someone's telling mm-hmm. you that your feelings are invalid, even though you feel it, that is gaslighting. You have every right mm-hmm. to feel how you feel. You have every right to express your feelings, and it's rightfully deserving to be heard, quote mm-hmm. unquote, based upon your partner being there because that's what they're there for. So yes. otherwise. You would just turn to your friend and be a single person. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Instead mm-hmm. of calling that person, mm-hmm. call your friend. 
Instead of calling that person, yeah. call your mother. Instead of calling that person, yeah. call your father. Instead yeah. of calling that person, yeah. call your sister or your brother. Because that's yeah. the people that deserve your energy. Those yeah. are the people yeah. that deserve your energy because people are yeah. fucking dying. And, and it, you never know what tomorrow may come. Yeah. And, and people are wasting yeah. their fucking lives on people that don't give a fuck yeah. about them. Yeah. And they're believing yeah. the words, but they're not believing the actions. The action will tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. That's it. And I think that's why I really think that as much as people don't like it, because we're living in a world that is like, boom, 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 boom. Everything is supposed to be moving lightly fast. Mm. And we don't like things that take time. Mm. But uh, nonetheless, I still think that is one of the cures to the way that relationships have been going right now. Yeah. Because unfortunately, for dealing with human beings, that's the great equalizer to ever really finding out whether you're dealing with a real person is time. Mm. And when you are jumping into and diving into these relationships with people, I mean, I'm not saying you have to wait to have sex with none of that kind of religious shit. I'm just talking about making sure that before you make official pronouncements, before you get serious about any one particular person, that you're making sure that you've spent enough time to know that they are probably going to be consistent mm-hmm. in the energy and what they are expelling out towards you. Because a lot of times, like you said, that stuff that you're talking about, everything that you just mentioned, uh, from you know uh, people losing energy fast to people selling you on basically a pie in the sky thing that <laughs> someday you'll get the real reward if you just hang. If on you just wait, just hang longer. around, just be patient exactly. with me. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and and and, 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 and that whole I I've been told that I told you but I've been told that by my ex of four years. Just be patient with mm-hmm. me. What's to be patient mm-hmm. about? What's what is what is there to be patient about after four years? What is there to be patient about? Right? I'm not gaining anything from being patient. I'm not getting a bonus at the end of this. I'm not getting anything but but you're gaining something. You're gaining me. You're gaining me knowing that I'm gonna be there whenever you decide to clock the fuck back in on on your one hour over break. That's that's the reward for you. That's the reward when you decide, you know what? I took a break 30 minutes before I actually decided to clock out from my break. I decided, you, you know, you get where I'm going. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah, <laughs> We've all clocked yeah, out before yeah. our actual, you know, clocked, you know, clocked out when we we're already on our break. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. we try to get every single dollar that we can get without doing the work. Yeah. Exactly. On the, the clock. About it, what sucks about the pie in the sky type folk is that rarely is there really any kind of, it's not a thing where it should be. Where if you're going to let's say let's say you dived into that and you said no I really am gonna I'm gonna I promise you you're gonna you, at some moment you're gonna get yours mm-hmm. and the moment arrives well it's kind of like a a a, a, um, a debt now and a debt incurs um, oh my gosh I can't think of a simple word um, it's like a, a percentage on top of the debt that keeps growing. I have interest, goddammit. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that incurs interest over time. And the reason why that makes sense in a lot of ways uh, uh, is that when you're t- what, what's been going on is you haven't been, let's say you use the job analogy that you were talking about. Well, this whole time you haven't been doing your work, but I have. Mm. And so I've been doing all this shit. Mm. While you were doing nothing, mm. you can't now come in, clock in, start doing just work. <laughs> Sweeping, washing the walls, 
Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And, and you can't come in and just do the same thing I've been doing because you missed all these years. Mm. So that means you have to do more than what I'm doing in mm. order to start to get even with me. Mm. Because at the end of the day, just doing the job just that doesn't get discounts all the years that you weren't even there. It's mm. like you just started today and I've been here six years. Mm. And now you're just barely clocking in today and saying, oh, I just get a start where, where you start. I'm going to start off a manager now. No, bitch. Mm. You owe all the fucking work from the time that you weren't doing shit. Mm-hmm. So you need to add that onto the work that you would do now normally. Yep, add and that interest. That exactly. Yeah. So that's what a lot of people do. Don't, people don't do that when they repay. They don't go, oh, I'm giving you this and more. See, that's what you were waiting for. You were waiting for it. It's supposed to be a pot of gold at the end of this mm-hmm. fucking thing. And, and it's not. It's just like, yo, now I'm going to start doing regular shit. Yeah, I could have been. I could have been getting that regular shit from somewhere else or someone. You know what I'm saying? You could have been off getting that the whole time. Right. Exactly. So it's that type of shit. It's the it's the it's the fact that, like I said, that you a lot of times these things never go away in the first place. That it keeps extending. It keeps getting asked just a little bit more time because I always got something new. That I keep looking for it. And sometimes it's not even on purpose. It's just that you didn't see that that was going to keep happening. It kind of reminds me of, um, what's her name in, um, um, Devil Wears product. And me just kind of going beyond what actually there's, there's nothing necessarily that shows it in the film, but I just feel like you look at, uh, Meryl Streep's character's life. Mar- uh, Miranda? It like Is it Miranda? Miranda. Yes, yeah. Miranda. It feels like it's uh, been that her whole life, that she was working to get to where she got to. And there was always something else to where she never really had time to invest that into family and children. And again, you got to understand the capital state, that's always what it asks you. It's always got another thing that it needs you yeah, to do. Yeah, like what's, so where's the bottom line for you? Like when does it stop? Yes. When does it cut out as a yes, business person? Exactly. And Because if you just think it's just going to keep going until you feel yes. content where you have enough yes. money yes. and, 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 and yes. status... Yes. You're going to yeah. drop and neglect everybody for years everybody. on end in the process. Yeah. And no yeah. one's going to give yeah. a fuck about you. Think about yeah. the movie with um, the uh, Scorsese's latest film, The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. How he neglected mm-hmm. his daughters and, and wasn't there yeah. for them because yeah. he was so busy trying to profit yeah. off of his, yeah. his crime yeah. in order to, quote, unquote, yeah. provide for his family. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just feel yeah. like, and then have the nerve to wonder why his daughter doesn't want to fuck with him anymore at the end of the film. Yes, and yes. then he's sitting because there dying old and, and miserable and wrinkled and yeah. lonely. And yeah. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. You don't have the energy. And now you just, again, same thing. That's exactly what it was. You weren't even being super dad. Mm. And that's a lot of times what people do. They come in and they step in. And to me, Anything anybody says is a plan. If you're really taking it wrong in your head that you've done wrong, if you really believe I've caused the harm to this person, when you come in, you almost expect that they're going to be like that to you. Mm-hmm. You don't get, even though it may, of course, you're going to have a feeling about, you know, being talked to in a certain way or yelled at or whatever, but you still, in your mind, the next thing that comes up after that feeling is, yeah, and you deserve that shit. Mm. And so you swallow it and you keep going at it because that is actually, if there's anything that's going to win that person back, it's them seeing that you're willing to take your fucking medicine and you keep coming <laughs> because they need to see consistency from you. Mm. They need to see what they never have seen before. And that's not going to be proven because you gave it a good couple of college tries and they said, oh, well, see, I guess you just don't want to have a relationship with me. Bye. 
to have to let certain people go quicker than maybe I wanted to mm. because it was clear that they weren't doing things. I would hang on in this belief on and on and on. You know, it's, it'll you want the best for someone. You're an empath. That's why. You're an empath. You want, you want to believe that someone's capable of being better yeah. than trash because you were attracted yeah. to them in the beginning. That's the thing. Right. We feel guilty yeah. about being attracted to someone that ends up being trash. Uh, and this is yeah. why people tell you, you know, yeah. please don't resent me. They know, yeah, they already know. Yeah, they already yeah, clocked your teeth before yeah, you even yeah. fucking realized it before tears, days of tears of you crying to get yeah. over somebody. They already clocked it. That's why they took advantage yeah. of you. That's why they did with it. It's all mind games. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all yeah. mind games. They make you feel that way on purpose. Yeah. On purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And those are horrible people that do that shit. I'm not saying they may be great. They may be great parents. They may be great children mm-hmm. to their parents. They may be the best person in the world to everybody else. But to you, you didn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Man, Not you, enough. You know what? And, and that point you just said, that we love it. first of all, I was heavy. Like I said, they hit me like a ton of bricks. But you, it really, uh, aspect of it hits me because, again, one issue I've had with the, the, the contextualization around um, um male male and female friendship and basically nice guys and the friend zone but also that i feel like because of what you just said many times there's a there's a poor analyzation of why certain men are have a problem or issue with the friendship because i know just from my own situation sometimes i had to reanalyze why i was crushing on a girl and what really came out is that if the friendship was really good, I would not have a problem with it. Mm. And I would actually love it and engage with it and and, 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 and and be just because you you too will become to think like the woman will think, do I necessarily, knowing what can happen in romance, do I want to mess with this great thing that I have as a friendship? But a lot of times, I would say in my own life, I can't speak for other men. I feel I feel less so in, in, in their particular because I've seen how most other men conduct themselves in those type of situations. Mm. That being said, still for a, a portion of them, that sometimes it's about that the friendship is not reliable. Mm. Like the energy is not good. You, you, you feel yeah. used. You can tell they're, they, they know that you're the guy that whenever things go wrong, I can call you. But I'm not interested in you any other time of the year. I don't care. Yeah. That you that I was twenty one years around. old. Yeah. I don't care that you exist. Yeah. I don't want to put any effort into you yeah. because I'm too busy chasing after all these other guys. Yeah. But then when they all break down on me, when they treat me like shit, when they listen, now all of a sudden, oh my gosh, you're such a good friend. Let me call you at two o'clock in the morning and, and talk to you about these guys. And <laughs> then if not that then on even beyond that, they're doing it in all other companies. They have you, they have you do things for them. They go because they know, and they don't have. They're preying on the fact that they do know that you're interested in them, and they know because you're interested in them, you're like a they're like a little puppy. And that's any of us who doesn't go all out for the people that they they, they really like. That's, that's the thing. thing. People about. will give you attention. People will sh- you know people will give you attention to those that want to give them attention too. Why it's just that simple. Hey, exactly. People make time for hey, those exactly. that they want to make time for. Again, you know, uh, if you if if you really care about something, then you put the time in to show the care. And if that, and and really, the perception of that does belong to the person. If they say you're not doing it, then you have to accept that you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. You have to meet people where they're at when it yeah. comes to their happiness. Right. Too many people are not doing that. They're going, okay, I get to tell you how happy you get to be. 
and and it's based upon how I feel. And it's like, no, no, no. In the military, even, and now you know what kind of shitty industry that is, but they still, even there, they say. Let them know, because you served the military, perfection. so let the people know. <laughs> exactly, yes. It was six years in that bullshit place. And <laughs> even they had the good sense to know. They always said to us when they were, like, pissed between two people or when there was a situation, they were always say the other person's perception is the reality. If, if, oh. if they feel like this happened, then it fucking happens. You can talk about as to whether or not it's to the degree. You can have the discussions about and it's whether you intended to. But it doesn't change the fact that they feel that way, so it happens. So you have to correct that in some way. You have to look for how you can correct that. How can With you action. It was exactly, according exactly. Not exactly words, action. but action. Yeah, Not with excuses, exactly. but with action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a bunch of people don't want to do it. They want to gaslight you instead and tell you, oh, you're not feeling what you're feeling. You don't know what you're talking about. Mm. You don't know yourself. You don't know your body. You don't know what you're talking mm. about. Shut the fuck up and listen. Mm-hmm. Stop being worried because, really, because they're mad that you're bringing it to them. Ooh, come on now. They are. And, mm-hmm. and many times, people, they accuse you of what they themselves feel. Mm. I can say anything to you. I may not even be mad at you. Sometimes I can go and just, I've told certain women this on many occasions where I'm like, I'm not even mad at all. I'm just saying I have to tell you this because it bothers me. And I don't know why you may not be doing this. So that's why I'm not judging you. But I do have to say it's happening to me. Mm. It doesn't matter how I worry. They they would get mad because they felt the shame and good because they know I'm not doing it to them. I'm assuming they have good reasons for maybe why they're doing it, but I just want to make them aware of it. Mm. But because they know they don't have a good reason is what I've learned. Whenever it's the ones who are most guilty of it that jump at you and snap because they're mad. That's what they get mad at. They get mad that you made them feel this. I didn't want to have to deal with this. I was happy the way it was working. Wasn't it good and fun where you just did everything I asked you to do? I really do. I've been saying this in my head to myself. Intention, the importance of intention. Never do anything without intention. Solange said it. Go ahead. (laughs) Yes. And exactly, and so you you have this thing where, to me, too many people when they when we we are fantasizing about being in a relationship, mm. we're fantasizing about what our partner is going to be to us, but not what kind of partner we're going to be to them. Mm-hmm. And I think more people, we especially men, I think, need to be thinking about what kind, imagining and dreaming of what kind of guy can be to that woman. Ooh. What kind of person am I? Do I want to be imagining what? What? Who's the guy I want to be? Who's my? Who's my role models in life? What men do I think are doing this correctly? What women do I see that look happy? That's why I'm, I get so pissed at the whole Russell um, Wilson and Ciara thing because Russell Wilson should really be a role model for men to look at and say seriously. Come on, by the judge of the judgment being, look at Ciara. Yeah. Look at how fucking happy, happy she is. Was. Oh my Look God. It made people sick. It Look made people sick how happy she was. Because women didn't understand uh, 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 that type of happiness. I'm sorry. With him and doing, all this. And we yeah. know, doing this, constantly having things, of course, they have money, but still, she's still no less putting her body at risk for all the reasons mm. you just said. And she's doing this on numerous occasions. Mm. This nigga. Back to back. likes doing it. Because why? And who knows? I don't even want to talk about what kind of things she probably does for this nigga in the bedroom just because she loves this nigga down Ooh, to a dirty fucking We know. We, we, listen, because, we, uh, me as a woman, I already know. Child. <laughs> I know she's doing it. I know she putting it down in that bedroom. That's what he's thinking. 
And he's like, my kindness is being paid the fuck off, and I appreciate it, and I recognize it. Because you can tell this is, this is a happy couple, and that's why you need to be looking at it and saying, oh, this is, this is something that we need to be patterning ourselves after and looking as to what, the, what is he doing correctly? What is he, number one, he's loving his wife publicly, very mm. publicly. Mm-hmm. He's putting in very public effort that is consistent. They've been married for years, and you think they just barely got a couple done because he's still putting, putting that same energy. Season. I don't believe in the honeymoon phase. Yeah. I believe people can still maintain that Absolutely. same energy if they really Absolutely. fucking care and want to, as long as it's mutually accepted. Absolutely. And that's the thing Absolutely. people don't understand. People think things go through all. They just you just no. No, yeah. that's why the divorce rate is so high because we're accepting of that. Mm-hmm. We're accepting mm-hmm. of that ideology that you can't mm-hmm. be happier past six months to three years. We're accepting yeah. the fact that you can't be as happy as these two couples. That's why they were being fucking made fun of. They thought they were cheesy. Mm-hmm. I said, there's nothing cheesy about them. Nothing. Mm-hmm. That is black love. That is what it's supposed that, right? We love to talk about black love. We love mm-hmm. to do it until they fucking yeah. shown in our faces and then it's a fucking flu. Look where they are now. That lady, yeah. if Sierra is yeah. happy, happy, yeah. happy in her career, happy yeah. with her yeah. life, and it shows. When you're when your man provides you a happiness, you, everything yeah. fucking goes through the roof. And men don't get it. Yeah. Whenever you treat yeah. your woman right, she she soars, yeah. she soars, she gets through the fucking mm-hmm. roof. She succeeds in every fucking aspect of life. Her motherhood, her oh, career, God. how she treats her friends, because she mm-hmm. knows that she got her man there by her side, regardless. Yes. And that the kind of trust that is built over a time where you know, because I talk about this with even like uh, one of my best friends, uh, Vern, and I'm, he's, I met him in the military also. And the thing about him was a trust was started from almost the inception uh, of, of, our, of our friendship, basically, mm. where, uh, which I told you about, where he was a friend, I said, where, you know, we had a huge fight. We were like, kind of like sometimes basically the kind of friend that you know through another friend. Hmm. and we got into it like real heavy told him to get the fuck out about to be fighting and then i'm sitting in my room about i don't know 20 minutes after the event and it's starting to really sit with me that i had not handled myself correctly and so i'm just like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go over there and apologize for that i fucked up i was wrong and i opened the door and like a fucking sitcom he's standing there and he apologized to me he was ready to knock on my door and i opened it Hmm. and then from that big point on, we just became friends. But the point is that always there's a trust built that Vern has at times through the military, uh, you know, uh, operations and stuff like that has been gone where I don't, and, and I really didn't get word or something, but it's at the point where it doesn't matter. I know and trust that if he has a way to contact me, he will contact me. That's right. Listen, and li- say that again. <laughs> I trust that when if he has a way to contact with me, he will contact me. Period. And because I know that, then I never have to. And that's a very they, they, I I can't explain the the way that probably reverberates throughout the, like the ocean of our relationship as to how many different ways that personal security makes our relationship very strong. Mm-hmm. And I say that same thing with anybody, and that's the the kind of safety that I've searched for. And many other relationships from the point that I won't even say from the point that we started, but from the point that I realized that that was a, that was one of the powerful things in our relationship. And I start looking for it in other people is to have that kind of trust to know that, OK, 
is something happening because you've already set a tone consistently that you do speak to me. That every chance you get, you you you'll pick up that phone, you call me, you answer back, you reply. This thing that yeah. this new generation that you're talking about has engaged in, where they think it's so fucking case for you to text at 8 a.m. and me to text you at 8 a.m. and then you'll wait two, sometimes three days, more way more than hours, and then you can come back with some flimsy ass response like you weren't just gone for three whole right. Hey, days. like the other person just sitting around with I on in the unemployment line when you met me or some shit. Man. <laughs> I'm busy too, motherfucker. The difference is I'm making time for your for life. You. Not for you. Mm. Own up to that shit and tell me what the fuck you're going do. on. Right. About how you busy. And so the <laughs> thing is again. Nobody's that busy. Not even millionaires. Exactly. How you think no, millionaires no, and billionaires no. are fucking married? How do you think they maintain a family bond? To me, the, uh, the, the, the truest form of like somebody actually like really being into you is somewhere within the hour of when you text. Mm-hmm. And really, mm-hmm. especially in the beginning, beginning, I'm talking about though, like from that, because uh, it's important to talk about like that, that very like hot phase. I'm talking about like that first just met, right? And you're just starting to text each other. Oh yeah. And I'm saying that at from that point, really to tell you, for being quite honest, most people when you're in that excitement phase, they're answering you back within like ten or fifteen minutes of you texting. Like what I tell and you, same way how jobs work. If your boss be like, yeah. hey, you'll be like, yes, sir. <laughs> Okay, yeah. you're gonna even ask the yeah. boss, "What can I do? Do you need the mop? Yeah. Do you need the floor yeah. mops? Do you, yeah. what, what, I mean, the the floor yeah. mops? What do you need? Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm only bringing it up to say, like you said again, time dissipates. Number one, listening, but there's a reasonable dissipation, and then there's an unreasonable, mm-hmm. and you gotta you gotta weigh that by where did it start? And if the starting point was basically your ass used to answer my text within like 20 minutes of me sending them at most. Mm. And now that shit done graduated to days. Days. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a large jump in percentage from where this shit started at. Right. And you're not going about to play me. Like, it don't take that long to start gauging, especially with something like text or phone calls or whatever, as to what a person's schedule is like. You can right. figure it out pretty fucking soon. Within a few weeks, you'll kind of know, like, oh, this is when this person is working, this is when this person is yep. not. So, yep. again, most times, by the time, you ain't got to tell me. Even when you spend time with your family. Exactly. Mm. So, you're just bullshitting right now. Yeah. And that's what, again, and then what makes it worse is if, if you're a person, like, you have spoken to that you have been at uh, at a time earlier in your life, and me, like I said, really up until very recently, where you want to, like you said, give the person chances. What's worse is they start to make you work on your own fucking security, on your own sanity. Ooh. Because you're questioning yourself and saying, oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm too over. And you start to take on these terms that other people have given to you. Like you're, you're overbearing. You're too strong. Like you're overthinking. You're, you're, exactly. oh, you're overanalyzing things. And you really start taking that shit to heart. And then you start saying it before even someone has to tell you that you're doing it. Ooh. And it's just like, no, 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 man. You, it, I have learned to be hard on that because I don't give a fuck. I don't care anymore yep. about what you're about to say to me because I've heard it a million fucking times. Yep. And, uh, and I know it's not true. It's just you wanting to slither your way out of facing up to what you're not doing or what you don't. And the yep. thing about it is what's crazy because you have, where, where there is a sort of, uh, I always forget which one is which. There's masochistic and there's sadistic. And one means hurting yourself and the other means hurting the other person. Uh, uh. So I want to say it's sadistic. But when you want to get to the sadistic nature 
of, 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 of certain people. And again, I have to say it is especially men in this case, but there are some women too, where they like almost to see pain in others. Mm. All you got to do to, 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 to see that and to note that is that many times the person will offer them out saying, look, you can tell me and I'm not even going to like make a big deal. Mm. About it. I just want to know for my own sanity, for my own lessening, that I'm not crazy. Just let me know. And they still, uh-uh, not going to do that. Because, again, there's a part of them that gets off on seeing you in in, 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 in this place mm. and, and watching. I remember that friend, I also told you this story, where uh, uh, he started basically this argument with his girlfriend over nothing. It was so small, I cannot remember to this day what the fuck they were talking about because it was a bunch of bullshit. But I remember that he fucking started the shit up out of nowhere in the car. He gets it all riled up, heats it up to this like palpable quality to where basically he tells her to stop the car. He gets out, storms out, slams the door, starts walking, and she goes inevitably, of course, chasing him in the car. And then she eventually like cuts off his path and follows him down this alley. And when they come back, then I look at him, the headlights are directly on his face. And he looks at me and fucking winks. And Whoa. he was like, got her. Got her. And I'm telling you, there are many times where I started to note in his behavior as I would start to, from that point on, note it in a lot of other men's behavior that there's a certain, there's a lot of men. I don't, I'm not a fucking psychiatrist. I don't know what that's called, but I know they like seeing their women cry. Mm. They like putting them in positions where they have to hurt. It's sort of like the mothers that like poison their kids' foods and shit. So like they get something off of it, like attention or something. Um, I think that's Munchausen, Munchausen by proxy or something it's called. Mm. But it's like where basically they get off on the attention of making their kids purposely sick. Wow. And I feel like, uh, uh, and it's an actual, like, literal, like, functional product. You're funny. They are. I'm talking about a secret spot because I'm talking about, like I said, again, that, that, that particular person that I've noted that kind of gets a rise on it. Mm. And so what they'll do is it, the, the analogy won't stop just even at the... I told you to, 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 to pick up this shit that I dropped, but that they'll turn around and watch you get on your knees. That's the actual act mm. that they love. That's mm. the part of it they're getting the fucking thrill off of. Mm. It's, yo, it's Horrible. not that I told you to do some shit. And what's name? That's, like you said, dominant and not dominant monopoly, all that type of shit. But I'm even talking about the sort of sadistic motherfucker that kind of gets off on seeing you get down on your fucking knees Oof. and watching you go through pain and watching you hurt. They like seeing it. There's a there's a movie I always remember. And the movie's not that good, but it was called Hood Woman. It's about uh, uh, old black gangster with Lawrence Fishburne. Um, I forgot his name, but it really Bump, Bumpy Johnson. Mm. And but there's a black character in there that works for another well-known gangster named Dutch Schultz. And he, Dutch Schultz is like, yo, uh, take this sandwich home to your family in front of this other white dude. And he's embarrassing this guy, but he wants to see him get and pick up the sandwich and, 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 and take it home to his supposedly place. He's like, I don't even need this. And my family's good. We're good, man. And he's like, no, no, no. Take the fucking sandwich. Hmm. And the idea is I want to watch you gravel. I want to watch you beneath you. Uh, uh, be beneath, for, beneath you know, me, yeah. Yeah, be, be beneath me for a moment. And I like seeing it. And I think a lot of men like to see. I've seen it where they start things almost to see their girl put in a certain position 
to either cry, to either feel lowly, mm. to feel bad, mm. so that they can also, and also because, again, just like the mothers who do that in that syndrome, a lot of times it's not just the attention from the family, but from their kid. Mm. Their kid needs them, mm. and they like to force that need into them. Mm. And so, again, that way you have to hug me, you have to depend on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I get to be, I'm a causing your sickness, but I get to play your healer. Ooh. And... Then this is the same thing with dudes. They like it because then after I've made you cry, I get to make it all better. Ooh. I get to come to you and whether through sex or Abusive, whether through yeah. some form of, 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 of uh, other uh, uh, sort of gaslighting, manipulative ways, money, yeah. something, whatever it is, I get to make it up to you. Make up sex. You, uh, yeah. That's, that's exactly. why I believe make up sex is toxic. And, and I yes, think yes. people oh, yeah, and, and people pride that on, especially on social media. I think people yeah. believe that makeup sex, yeah, angry sex, or, you know, that type mm-hmm. of ordeal after they just don't fuck shit, I want him to throw me under. It's, that is so fucking mm-hmm. toxic and damaging to the black community. I don't even think people yeah, realize yeah. that. I sit back and I'm just like, yo, hmm. Why is it that you hear the same, the, you know, your fellow people complaining about the same shit over and over again, decades later, mm-hmm. decades later, decades mm-hmm. later? You know what I mean? And and, yeah. and it's very apparent to me that they're being taught the same thing. They're being influenced yeah. by the same formula. I don't care what nobody says to, says to me. This is a fucking formula. Yeah. Because there's no oh, way man, that you no, and no, I can no. have this conversation of the opposite sex and we both exactly know what the fuck we're talking about and understand each other. So there's yeah. no reason that people that are actually intimate with each other and dating don't fucking understand it. There's no fucking yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel that the fact that your friend winked at you in the midst of him witnessing how much his woman was down for him and him doing the theatrics mm-hmm. and doing the fucking jump flips and front flips and back flips doing the Olympics and shit to see if she's worthy. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's yeah. so fucking crazy. It's so yeah. fucking crazy that you even need to do that, even though you know that she's down for you. What is the point? You're yeah. feeding your fucking ego. Yeah. You're feeding you. Yeah. You're feeding you. It's not yeah. that she's feeding you. You're feeding yeah. your fucking self. Because yeah. she's at your yeah. fucking table. She brought the tubbleware. Mm-hmm. She bought the fucking side dishes. Mm-hmm. She bought the salad. She bought the spoons. She bought the forks. But you're still going to be like, I mm-hmm. eat first. Watch me eat. And then you fucking eat. And it's crazy how you clock the whole thing, which tells you, again, that you are right. It's a formula. Uh, because it, it, a formula is the only thing that can be the end up with the same results in the same same results. Bingo. And no matter what the difference Bingo. of the thing. Yep. Is. No matter. And yep. So you could be this guy, that guy, this guy. Yep. I've I've dealt with every fucking type of man in the book, and yes, the same exactly. fucking thing over and over again. Yep. And he was everything you said about him was true, and and and, and about his uh, about his personality, he was a guy that number one. Didn't uh, he was he was feeding himself because he already had a real problem. Now most people couldn't see it. Most people would have accused him of being cocky, mm. but I was around him too much. I was like, he's the, you guys keep saying that, but he's the exact opposite. He doesn't think a lot of himself at all. And mm. he had a relationship with his father who was shitty to him. Mm. And you always could see whenever his father would call, he had this love hate where he both idolized his father mm. and couldn't stand to be around him because his father treated him like shit every mm. time. Mm. But he'd show up in these sparing moments whenever he fucking felt like it. 
be like a cool dad and everything and stuff. Because according to everyone else, the dad looked cool, but to me, to me, he looked like a guy that like was like way too like still trying to be young when he was fucking clearly old. Mm. And and really never tied himself down to anything, including his children. Oof. And so then he's sitting here and gets to play this free, cool guy, but he's not that cool to his son. And he had passed off a lot of that same shit that he thought to his son. And then on top of that, like you said, it, it was it, it was it, he was um, uh, uh, the dude's name. Uh, I'll say is Tony for now, mm-hmm. but he he had. Um, he had like this way about him where he just, it, it, he had no motivation, you could tell. Oh. And so even doing the things we were doing, we were all extras or to, all of us were trying to be in the movies. Hmm. And he was a good looking guy when he first came Is that out. a reference I from, to, I'm, I'm sorry, is that a reference from I May Destroy You, Tony? When they, were in the, when they were in the group? You know, when they... I said it may have been something that... <laughs> it was like, Tony, they substitute... It was like, for no. males, say Tony. And for females, say Tanya, I think it was, or some shit like that. Okay, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, yeah. So, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's the first thing that came on, but now I think, like you said, we haven't recently seen it. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. <laughs> but, you know, he... He, 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 um, he was a good-looking guy when he came out there. But... Then he started like to gain all this weight, and it was the kind of weight that, like I said, wasn't the kind that just comes from like, hey, I'm just living my life, having a good time. Weight. It was the kind of weight that comes from like you're in a bad place, and I can tell. Mm. And then he stops working. All the rest of us still out there busting us trying, but he's like stopped doing that. And he just was in general. It seemed like a lot of times his relationship with that, with with that, with that that uh, girl was basically. Like, I see a Salvador Dali painting or a really good painting, and I want to fucking paint a mustache on it. I, I, I want to sully it somehow, bring it down to my level, because it thinks it's better than me. And it's like, no, it doesn't. No, yes, it does. Why? Uh, whatever he says, I promise you, it was going to be a projection, because that girl basically worshipped the ground he walked on, because number one, on top of that, she was, like, right at, really, she was too young, way too young for me. It was, it was uh... I don't know California's age, but I know she was 17 when she met him. He was 28. Hmm. And so, like, you're, and he really liked him younger than that. He just didn't think he could legally get away with that. Because I remember him specifically saying something really close to me on the bus about 14-year-old girls. And... This is, but all of that to me had to do with, it all still clocked around this dominance thing that he had, that he liked people that were young enough, that were, um, um, what's the word for like a person that really, like they can, they take in information. He's like, a lot of times people will say it about children, like they're, they're very like malleable American stuff where they. I just say uh, children like, I, I just say children like. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah. Like he likes them like kind of like an, an impressionable where they yeah impressionable yeah they'll pick yeah on, yeah and you know they'll listen to you because a grown woman can would start checking them on some of this shit. Most of the men that I've dated were older, mm-hmm. so I feel yeah. like a lot mm-hmm. of them think that even though they know me, even though that they know my potential, mm-hmm. even though they they know yeah. that I have the accessibility to be amazing and and child in the mm-hmm. world. They still look at my age and be like, but I can still, you know what I'm saying, get yeah. one on her. I can yeah. still, 
You know what I mean? Do things that yeah. a lot of grown women in their mid-30s or, or 40s won't ever mm -hmm. tolerate. Men love that idea of, again, the type of woman who, and I've literally seen this, the most successful women that I see in the game as far as, like, they, they get dudes anytime they want their, their dudes love on them all the time. They all fall in love with them very easily. It's not about looks, although that obviously plays big in dudes. Ways. It sure ain't. Mostly, it sure ain't, because uh, I know, no, I've no. know I've dated men that fucking left me for mediocrity. Okay. No, I promise you. Yeah. For medioc I'm talking about busted. I'm talking about like. Yes. And so there's this type of woman that really kind of amounts to me like being sort of like in the movies, you know, or books, uh, what would be known as an ingenue or something like that. It's it's this very young person that's going to be so impressed mm. with mm -hmm. what you are, what you're doing. Mm. So that's, that's, let's say, you know, you can use impressionable. I work at, exactly. I work at this business and I do such, such, oh my God, really? Yeah. That must be so hard for you to do <laughs> that. How do you do that? Yeah. For me, I'm like, all right, like cool. That. That's cute for you. Okay. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Dudes, <laughs> That's what's up. That type, when you keep asking them questions about themselves yeah. and you're telling them mm. how great they are and you, and then in order for that to be believed, though, you also yourself have to not really have done much. That's why a lot of these dudes get in the industries don't get women who are also accomplished, even though they talk Ooh. about that at night. Exactly. And what they're not, what, what, what bothers them too is that, again, accomplished women, number one, there's going to be this thing where when you say something, I can, again, you got to understand that all of this, kind of the source code of all of this is men's natural awe of women. Mm. So that at, starting from, you start from that point that anything, a woman could basically just be taking in basic air and men are constantly in awe of, of, of what they do, of how they act, of how they move, of how they think. Mm. Uh, um, and then, of course, you have that. Then you have if any man has had sex before, the power of that energy. I've always I've talked about some of my friends making so slightly a joke about it, but also kind of telling to me a truth that pussy to men is sort of like the uh, uh, what the genie describes uh, uh, his powers as being infinite cosmic powers. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like that is what's there to men, and they know it. And they know the power of it, not only just to, to please, but also to give life. And amongst many other things that, that it does and its, it's, it's abilities and being connected to that, the woman herself. So just that's just general standing right there. But then now you start adding stuff to it. And a lot of times... What Pay your pussy bill. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 and they struggle with believing that women would, would want to deal with this at all. So then knowing that, then the rest of the shit becomes... Whether you're going to deal with that through engaging with your own, you know, uh, 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 um, uh, I, I complex around that, engaging with your own inferiority complex, that's what I meant, uh, uh, around that and dealing with it in a real way, in a genuine way, or dealing with it in the toxic way that most men have dealt with it historically. Mm. And then we're adding on to it just what you just said, which is, you know, white patriarchal uh, uh, formula mm. about what manhood is that mm. has a very sort of parasitic mm. relationship mm. with womanhood. It doesn't, mm. it's not great unless a woman's down. Ooh. So Come on. Then when you borrow that concept, because there's two kind of people that are going to deal with that. And let's say we're all on the plantation as far as it pertains, let's just say the black man specifically. 
there, there there's a type that looked at the master and said, man, this whole shit is fucked up. I don't like, man, the whole system is gross. It's ridiculous. Look at the way he treats his fucking wife. Look at the way this motherfucker acts towards us. Look at how he's treating our women. Look how he's treating our children. Look at the fucking way he treats his neighbors. Fuck the social. Let's go in there and burn it down. Burn down his whole fucking house. Mm. Uh, then there's another guy that's looking at him, and, and he's like, wait, 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 now slow down there, brother. Yeah, well, I don't know about all that. We don't have to do all that now. <laughs> yes, I do. This motherfucker's a motherfucker, and I hate that he's putting whips on my back, especially mine. But, hey, man, you see how his wife does whatever he tells her to do? I mean, that's true power right there, man. Wouldn't you, Ooh, wouldn't you kill for a little bit of They're not ready for this. Right express that, man. Like, 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 like and look how, like, I just, I'm not, I'm not trying to say, look, I, I know it's wrong, but I'm just simply saying, like, he got, he do got us out here doing whatever he wants. I'm saying that's kind of the life, man. I mean, shit. I, I want a piece of that. Mm. And that motherfucker's going to go and all he's going to do, what he wants to do is kill Master and then sit at the foot of the household. Ooh, birth of a nation. And exactly, exactly. Oh. And so you got to watch the motherfuckers because they're not interested in actually burning down the house. They don't They don't mind the system. They mind that they're not in charge of the fucking right, system. Right, so right, right. That's where misogynoir comes into place. That's why we have that term. Yes, yes. That's yes, why we exactly. even switch from misogyny to misogynoir because it was specific yes. to black women, especially yes. from black men. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. yes. Yes, because a lot of black men, again, as any person, we've talked about people in general, how they deal with this, but there's black men, uh, there's the shame. Again, how do you deal with shame? It's so much about how you're going to live a life of integrity or or the other kind. And when, you know, when historically, uh, as we seem to like worry about so much, when we have been, because I do believe in emasculation, I don't believe in it on the terms that so many men like to describe it. Mm, but same, same. Emasculated yeah. during slavery, and same. Definitely being consistently emasculated by white yeah. men. But they're the only ones doing it. All this shit about like black women doing it to us is bullshit. Mm. And they have, if anything, black women have went way too hard, too hard to cover for what white men have done to us. <laughs> yeah. And their reward for it has been, bitch, get Ooh. out of my business. And a lot of it is because, again, we can't deal with it. And because, again, we've borrowed and been looking far too admiringly at the way the white man runs his house. Every, if you talk to these certain kinds of black dudes, all you got to do, it ain't hard. Speak to them and start seeing how many times they're going to mention, hey, man, look how the white man does this. Hey, look, do you see white people doing that? See, one thing about white people, they don't, they don't never do this. And it's like, who gives a fuck about white people? Right. These are all fucking here. Fuck right. that they fucking do. Right. Like, niggas over here praising that shit because you over there looking half cockeyed because just like my friend, you have, you're in a love-hate relationship with your white daddy. And so mm. you're sitting here and you both hate him for being massive, but you also love him for being massive. And until you deal with that shit and you really start t- saying that ultimately the whole thing has to go and that I can be con- uh, uh, understanding of what may have caused Master to be this way while still wanting him and anything that has to do with him to fucking go then you're going to be much better about dealing with me and you start aligning with them because they seem they clock this from the beginning because they don't have there's again to me the people that have the least invested or something are probably going to be the best to tell you about how well something is is working mm. any of us if you take 
if we're really invested in something, it becomes very hard for us to see it sort of from a very realistic point of view. Yeah. And that's the problem. As other men, seeing a system that was built by even other men that weren't like us, but still men, there was still too much looking around at it and saying, hey, well, I don't know. And you know, you could kind of see how. And being totally where, and then on top of that, because we still receive certain rewards, whether it was being in the house, whether it was given certain uh, leadership roles mm. and things like that over other slaves and things like that, that black women could never receive. Mm. And whether it was just not having to deal with fucking being raped all the goddamn time Ooh. or any of the number of things that would have felt bad and everything stuff. Or having experiments or having experiments exactly. being done on them when it comes to abortions yeah. and, and, and yeah. things such as yeah. that without anesthesia, but they yeah. use anesthesia on white women as a form of, mm-hmm. we found anesthesia finally. No, the fuck you didn't. Mm-hmm. You just didn't want us to have it. You want us to suffer. Yeah. You want to hear a scream. You get what exactly. I'm saying? Suffer. Yeah. Exactly. Because you got to understand, like I said again, my teacher hit me with something I always stuck in my acting teacher when she told me, in she was talking about it in regards to, you know, my own self-esteem and, and, and things of that nature and the times that I may sabotage my own life. But she kept saying the tongue always goes to the tooth that's sore and explaining yeah. that there's this part of us that kind of tends to like pain. We either like to inflict pain upon ourselves or we like to inflict pain upon others. Yep. And you have to fight the people, again, that are compassionate, fight that. They think better that the little demon and the angel pops up on the shoulder and the angel says, get out of here. And the demon goes away and they go on and do well. But the other people let that little demon win. And then it gets worse and worse and worse because shame starts setting in and then it makes them feel bad. But their answer to it is just to do it again. Yep. And so in this particular case of what we're talking about, like I said, again, you really have to be mindful because, again, you have a system that is totally from the beginning built off of the pain and suffering of others. And the ones who are going to be most likely to see it are the ones who are going to be less likely to receive anything from it. If you're not getting benefits from something, you're going to be realistic about what it's getting. When you're clearly getting something from it, that's the more it's going to tie you to it. Mm. And so black men, while still not getting a lot of benefits, and there's a lot of even other types of women, like white women, friends, I don't like how loud they be getting sometimes when talking about these things. I was just talking about this in relation to talking about um, critics, uh, because the whole piece is like uh, uh, male critics are... Uh, are, are still dominant. And it's just like, white male, white male, please put the fucking white there. Mm. Because, and sure enough, I wasn't just talking on my ass. All I saw was the title. I went in and read it, and it, it's, it's proof exactly what I, what I said, is that it was like 7% of critics are black males. Now, there are lesser for black women. And so that's the mm. kind of thing where that, it, it, that there's a benefit to us, but still, white women actually outnumber us. And that's what I'm talking about when I talk about like white women getting so loud because a lot of things they're above us in. And so this men to women thing don't necessarily count when you're a black man. But at the same time, it counts to our women, which is what is so sickening, but yet makes sense about why black men and especially white women do. It's two people, both not, but one and both of them engaging in ways to assert their power. And men gain power, black men gain power and status through fucking with white women, or so they think. Mm. And white women feel gain, feel power just naturally from knowing that their status is held at a privileged point in society and choosing to be with a man who basically will accept 
for once, the power that they will never have in their relationship with that white man, they have it in a relationship with a black man. Because he's kissing their ass all day and telling them how fucking wonderful they are when the white man don't think two things about them. Mm-hmm. Especially normally, since let's be real, on the on a normalized uh, scale, a lot of the, as far as like standardized ideas of beauty, most of these white women that black dudes fuck with be beneath. Ooh, uh, what, we know what, it. What, we know what, a big, you know, plus size, you know, yeah. and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. But they got the money. They got the money. They got the household. They got all the benefits. You know, he's not gonna really like date some dumpy frumpy. What's the right. average black man do? They'll make fun of Lizzo in a heartbeat, wouldn't they? Yes, but they will be plain. Jane, a lot of them. Uh, 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 whereas a white dude that 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 is the same athlete it could be less of an athlete than he is as far as like what their name is, because it'll be like I remember now he his career has has since dropped, but um and it's low key forgotten that Russell Wilson's first girl was white. Oh yeah, and. Uh, now, thankfully, changed up, and that's rare that it goes the opposite direction, and that you show more love to your black woman. But again, mm-hmm. a testament to to see all. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, as well, as he's seen the light. He's seen that black woman yeah, can exactly. also be just as su- yeah. successful, business oriented, family oriented, and and about that mm-hmm. life, and not just this hood chick, you know. But he can't gain status. We all seen Sierra grow up. We all seen how she became a beautiful woman, even when she was dating Future. Body Party mm-hmm. was a great music video. She was dancing for Future, and she impregnated yeah. he impregnated her, and they rocked the same dress. And she even named her son after his stage name. She showed mm-hmm. her loyalty already through another fucking man. So when Russ got with her, he already knew what time it was. She's dedicated. Period. Wow. That's all she yeah. needed. That's all he needed. He already knew what type of woman he was dealing with because she's shown in the public light how dedicated she is to a man that don't treat women with fucking respect. And he knew what time it was to step up to a woman that needed it. That's the difference. You get what I'm saying? That's the fucking difference. That's why Russ is a different man. That's why Russ said, you know what? I finally found my black queen that knows she's down for a brother with, with status as well, but she's down for a brother and would do anything for me. Any reasonable person who has experienced it and who's willing, who isn't so fucking brainwashed in, you know, white supremacy ideology will know that, that, that I'm sorry. It's just, it, there, it, it's no comparison. It is totally different when you're dealing with a black woman. I really can mm-hmm. really describe it as, mm. as going home, mm. as the feeling of uh, it's 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 one that again you have you you're talking about everything that comes with being ancestors of, of settler slavery. I mean, all of the, the feelings that are within us, all the things that we know, all the things that are in ourselves, that are in our blood, that are in our DNA. Then you're talking about you know um, a sort of uh, uh, shared beyond that shared experience. You're talking about a sort of shared uh, idea of culture and a sense of it. And mm. then when, so that when you're watching things, when you're living your daily life, there's a bunch of things that can go totally unexplained. What a lot of times to me, when it comes to white women, there is, is this, 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 this novelty of, of a newness, of, of, of having to, which again, a lot of men enjoy, which is ex- explaining things. You know, being able to be in this position to tell you about something you don't know about as a woman. 
And that's why they're always telling black jokes and and and, and, and asserting a lot of these men that like that, that, that fucking white men a lot. They're, they're, their blackness is a very big part of it and everything and stuff. Because again, it's this part that they, they, they actually tend to get off on the fact that white men don't know shit about us. But they don't think about the parts where that 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 thing that you like or fetishize hits you in the fucking face. And where if anything happens, if anything goes wrong, the kind of struggles that regular people have, your blackness is going to also assert itself in that way. Mm. And when it comes to their friendships, when it comes to their families, all of that shit. I mean, again, I just, I feel like well, when, when you, you, there's a bunch of things you just don't have to think about when they're looking. That's just the surface part of it. Like things like when you go to your family gatherings, you, you're going to be in a comfortable, safe space that you've known all your life. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. Period. That's a great way of putting it. You know, we're gonna we're gonna cut this. <laughs> you wanna? Yay! <laughs> shout yourself out. Go ahead. Tell the people where you are. Uh, David Moves. I'm an actor. I write about film mostly. Uh, I do. Uh, you no no no. You're a film critic. Go ahead. Yeah. And an critic, actor. <laughs> yeah, and an actor. Uh, my. Uh, Instagram is at Black Inform, and my uh, Twitter is at Jamel Pell, which is J M E L L P E L L E. And uh, yeah, I'm just glad to be on Angelica's show because, like, we've been friends for a long time. Yeah, and we've been talking about this for a long for a long time. time. Yeah, um, we talk about real friends. shit, y'all. We we talk about real yeah, shit on yeah. a regular, like like time. it's nothing, like it's all fucking time. Sunday. You know, yeah. on a fucking Tuesday. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, you know, as always, I'll be talking to you anyway. So. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll catch up tomorrow. So mm-hmm. um, about some real shit. That's all we do. We talk mm-hmm. about real yeah. shit, y'all. That's that's why yeah. that's what y'all need in y'all life. People that can talk. Yeah, you can talk to <laughs> about real shit, period. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the same sex, opposite sex, opposite sides mm-hmm. of the fucking country of the world doesn't matter. There's opportunities to talk about real life. So, okay. yeah, we got to, we, we kind of based this conversation tonight based off of one of the topics on the show, HBO Max. If you're not watching, I may destroy you on HBO Max. You're missing out. But we base this topic on relationships and dating from that. So, um, we're definitely going to talk about this show in, in more depth according to the actual show. And um, I can't wait. Cause this is this is really juicy. It's got to be fattening. It's got to be fattening. Okay, <laughs> it's a ribeye steak. Period. Um, <laughs> so you have a good night, and um, I will do the same, and we'll catch up. All right. All right. Bye bye. All right. Good night. Bye bye. And there you have it. Well, it was technically a long episode, but I actually cut out <laughs> about half of it. Well, because a lot of it was just when you're having a conversation with your friend, things can just go left and you just start talking about shit that doesn't <laughs> pertain to the topic at hand. You know, because we tend to bounce back and forth off of like different topics and we ended up talking about politics and shit and it was just, you know, going way left and I wanted to stay on topic of dating and respect and and shit like that and your your own self-worth pretty much I mean that's pretty much what this episode was about was your self-worth and hopefully you guys know 
your worth and make sure people pay rightfully so for it. So in the meantime, I'll catch you guys later. Thank you for listening and you guys take care. I'm going to play it different before I go to bed. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I'll catch you guys later. All right. Peace, love and happiness.